Previously on the show that has been so aptly and poignantly titled, New Crits on the Block. It's hard to imagine such a place exists within the sewers of Havenport. Although I guess what you see couldn't really be described as a sewer. Moss-covered stone walkways lead into a large, rectangular, dimly lit room. That circular walkway seems to have a glowing red series of runes painted in what appears to be blood, uh, and eight hooded figures stand uh, evenly spaced around it in awkward silence. The elven leader looks at the runes concerningly and then looks back up at Lyanna Haverset when suddenly begins levitating into the air above the altar. <sighs> so that's where you all went. And welcome back to Havenport, everybody. We hey. know what day it is. We do. Mo- Mondays. We definitely Monday know it's Monday. Quick, quick, what day is it? Sunday. Monday. 25th. Oh, very good, Jake. For somebody so sleepy, you sure did wake up and answer that one quickly. Uh, I said Monday. That's all right. Because you said the date earlier, Ben. <laughs> I And did. I listened. And I had to look it up to find out that it was National Roadkill Day. Wait. Like, Wait, what? Not, like eat roadkill? Like everyone should go outside and find some roadkill. Where did the or, like... eat part come from? Okay, so first he of all, he didn't say that. That's just Jake. What, this I, is Jake's what thing. else do you do with roadkill? So Jake, I didn't say that alone. So Jake, Jake, I didn't say that. So just to I, clarify, when I say National Roadkill Day, the first thing your brain goes to is that people are going to eat it. Because you're 100 percent right. That is the purpose <laughs> of National Roadkill <laughs> Day. Bitches, oh. so it's eat National Roadkill Day. Yeah, it what is. else? Are, why, why else are you Ew. celebrating roadkill? But you're like, why? yeah, let's go fucking dead animals on the side of the road. Woo, woo. So no, what they're saying, eat those bitches. So what they're saying is, is that if you hit a, if you hit an animal, like you hit it, you should yeah. go grab it, pick it up, take it home, chop it up, eat it. Oh no, fluffy. Wait, so no. are they encouraging you to hit animals, or they're just saying if it's to happen on this day, this it specific doesn't day? Really specify. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're encouraging you to just go fucking they, mow over a bunch yeah. of pets. And what's funny is that when you read the thing, it says like, and the the animal that's hit the most is squirrels. I'm like, I'm not gonna go pick up fifty fucking squirrels and individually take them apart and eat. Just the little. Wait, why are you hitting fifty? You're hitting fifty yeah, squirrels. Yeah. I was like, no, because they're saying because they're saying the point is if you want to get a meal, you're going to need to eat like fifty of them. <laughs> they're not very well, big. Well, just do like what the cowboys do. You know what I mean? Like put a skewer through and just spit roast it. Yeah, big over a big open fire, and they can just they eat kebab, it right off the skewer. Do they defer them before that, or do they just do it right? Defer them. Oh, that's fine. The fur you burns right skin off. Them. Yeah, I was like that. It as part of the flavor is a. It's like a well, peach. Yeah, they're gonna have hair. a really it's delicious. Yeah, they're gonna have like a really nutty flavor to them, you know, because that's <laughs> <laughs> just saying. The skin is really nutritious, uh, so you want to keep that on. It's yeah, that's where all the nutrients are. Yeah, it's crispy. Just want to. Right I just want to say I was right, and screw you guys for judging me. Um, we didn't judge you though. I kind of judged I, you. I, you I were just still little, right. I, I, I literally, everyone judged bit. me. <laughs> it's I okay. Also, so yeah, apparently they. Yeah, I know exactly. No, thank you. You know what? The idea is they're like, oh, for people who are starving. I'm like, nobody's starving in America. Well, <laughs> that you need to eat roadkill. That you need straight freaking roadkill. We don't need to encourage animal violence, I think, is like the option. Well, no, it's, it's, it is, it's really a zero waste type of uh, mentality. You know what and I mean? that's it's actually what, yeah, no, that's what gotta, they're saying. You got to burn emissions to go drive around to get these car the, I, these animals. No, killed. it's saying you already hit it. You didn't do it on purpose. You already hit it. So like, no, he said it didn't specify whether or not you're encouraged <laughs> to go out. I, I think it's. I think it has to do with you accidentally hit an animal, and they're saying you should take it you home, chop it. it up, turn it into meat, and feed it to people because then that way we're not being wasteful. That actually, but only was on the this message. day. But only on this one single day. <laughs> no, they're saying you should do it all the time. This is just like a so, day to like acknowledge national it. awareness. So my yeah. Honda Civic yeah. is not a weapon to which I can hunt rabbits. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. He's I not mean, saying my no. alignment's so off to keep driving out fields. <laughs> if you lower it, right, 
if you get that aftermarket custom package and you really get it low to the ground and oh, then you just no. drive it right through a field, you'd be surprised like, how many you can take out. You get it's one of those like, like bumpers it's just a that plow. just... They're just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, cow, yeah, the cow, cow plow. Yeah, a cow, cow catcher. Cow. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Uh, it's also National Binge Day where you're supposed to binge watch things. Uh, so for everyone that's listening not at what home... I was thinking. No, it's about... Like, they need to be more specific with these names. Bender. Yeah. There's a national binge, bender binge day. Binge roadkill day. No. So go pick up the deer on the side of the road, take it home, chop it up, and sit down and watch your favorite show. Or even better yet, if you're listening to this, just keep listening to more episodes. Yeah, just, guys. Um, today's see binge if the all parasites, parasites and, if you and the deer kill them. you or just that you eat yourself sick. If you've already listened to all the episodes, here's what you do. You go and buy a new phone. You re-download <laughs> all the episodes on that phone. So and you if you're real... It. If you're a real super fan, you buy another phone. Now wow. we're at three phones. You download them again. You don't have to listen to them. Don't I don't I don't care. Just download them. Yeah, just I mean, buy I'd like you to listen to them. You're while buying you're burner driving phones, around trying just... to hit squirrels. Just put on yeah. our podcast. <laughs> yeah, while you're trying to, <laughs> you could you could get you could do two holidays and promote our podcast all in one go. You don't even have to buy a phone. Just go and pretend you're going to buy a phone. And go to all of the uh, podcast <laughs> apps and just download our podcast on every single in the store. Oh, yeah, in That's the store. Genius. Oh, just I like good idea. I Pop definitely haven't gone to all of the iPads at the hospital that we give to patients so that they can bomb around on the internet while they're getting their treatments and just downloaded all of our podcasts on those. Yes. Yes. Great idea. Do it. <laughs> uh, I'm deeply I concerned kind of... if they find out I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> I'm actually more concerned if your patients listen to it. <laughs> they might wow. have more problems. There was there was one kid who was listening. Uh, and up. so, yeah, Hell hopefully yeah. he's still listening. Um, uh, here's a great one. It's also national, and I, I can't believe it's called this, Math Storytelling Day, which what? is basically what this is. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, I guess you, it is. Do you tell the it story is math storytelling. Of, or do you tell the story of math? I have it's no idea. True. I just saw that it was called Math Storytelling Day, and I was like, you mean TTRPGs? You guys <laughs> like, tricked me. Is this the whole reason we're doing this? No. You guys are just trying to teach me math? Giants been covered two years in the making. <laughs> yeah. You've been running away for too long. We're almost at four years. We're actually past four years. We are. We are, we are yeah. Yeah. Uh, Since first was our four-year mark. Yeah, Wow. Oh and God. we still haven't finished our story. <laughs> and Christy still doesn't know how to do math. So. No. Nope. Uh, sorry. Yeah. We got to keep going, guys. 12 going years on. of school and uh, four years of a podcast. We can't teach uh, old dog new tricks. That's right. And last but not least, it's uh, Yom Kippur. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah. Happy so, Yom Kippur to everybody. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that was coming up. Which, what's yeah. Well, I, don't, is, I don't know. Do you say it's... I guess it's happy... It's a revered holiday, but it's like a day of like atonement. I don't know if you call it shouldn't happy. You, um, I guess. Shouldn't you I, know I, that, I, I Jake? Don't, I don't know. I'm not Jewish, so. Yeah, uh, Jake, shouldn't. I know today be... is like the Jewish like New Year for like their calendar or something. Zoe kept well, repeating that to me. So a quick little Google search here. Uh Traditionally, ask for forgiveness for our wrongdoings from God and from our fellow yeah. Rosh Hashanah's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday, and that that's yep. that's not Saturday from the twenty fifth. That is Saturday from today. That we the, of, so of the date of recording. Yom Kippur is like Thanksgiving. No, no I think it, I think it's like the New Year. <laughs> If no. For the like, keep, for like the it's the thing that Brian calendar. and I just said. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, the, the, um, well, it's like ask for forgiveness. New Year, is that New Thanksgiving Year. to you? Well, no, it's Ro like... no, Ro it probably should be in hindsight. What? <laughs> what? Oh, well, should for be. all of America, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think all of America I think really should be that's like. That's what uh, I think uh, of it Thanksgiving Could... now is just being like sorry. <laughs> Matt, it sounded like you said at, <laughs> Matt, it sounded like you said at the Mall of America. <laughs> like it's, it's a holiday only at the Mall of America. Only at the Mall of America. Everybody should be real sorry for being there. Right, right. Ride, a, ride a roller coaster at Mall of America and also you celebrate should, this holiday. And the whole time, sorry! <laughs> As you're going around. Is it Yom Tura? Is that what you just said? Or Yom Kippur? 
Okay, Yom Kippur. Yeah. So this is this is Yom Torah. That's the. Why are we I'm teaching you about this? Oh, today? Because okay. so he doesn't teach me shit. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Rosh Hashanah 20- tomorrow. You know, Jake, you could take the initiative to learn a little bit about her. She doesn't learn anything about my to... holidays. You don't have oh, any yeah? holidays. You're white. What holidays you got? <laughs> vape yeah, and her. non-vape? <laughs> she, uh, National Roadkill Day. I observe that every year. <laughs> that does sound like a white person holiday. <laughs> that's for, yeah, that's for day and road, roadkill day. Yeah. My ancestors from Texas. I will say... Uh, ben separated that by a week. I observe those on the same day. <laughs> by putting the roadkill yeah. in your cheeseburger? Yeah. The roadkill is my cheeseburger. The we go hit a cow. Of course. That is a Jimmy Buffett song for sure. All right, people. Oh, 100%. All right, Roadkill is my cheeseburger. So, so my brother, so my brother's a uh, so my brother's a mechanic and he used to live out in Pennsylvania and one time somebody pulled a car into the shop and was like and he and he worked for Mercedes so these are people with money and stuff and they pulled the car into the shop and they're like hit a deer uh take care of it and they like threw the keys at him and left and he was like all right so he goes and he looks and the windshield is completely smashed in this guy was driving hit a deer deer on the passenger side the deer rolled up the hood of the car hit the divider between the windshield and the passenger side uh mirror that rolls down you know the angle split the goddamn thing in half and its hind legs went through the front of the car hit the um seat broke the seat went into the back seat and then proceeded to spill its intestines all over the back of the car Ew. i mean that's brother, not like take care of it that's give me a new it. car <laughs> yeah, right. take care of this so my excuse me and he excuse opens me, the you, car door and what he are you sees, a fucking chop shop like, <laughs> he opens the car door and all these fucking intestines come pouring out of it oh he's God. just like <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Uh, I still it's remember like, that I'll story. change your air filter, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's intestines in that too. Somehow, um, no, he was telling me he was like, "Thank God nobody was in that passenger seat because that would have killed him." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, it broke the seat right in half, like because the guy must have been going. Yeah, you know, hitting a deer is not a good thing. Not not a big one. If you're going I mean, eight miles an hour, unless it's what day of the year? I Jake, my your holiday. I, I already I already got my roadkill. It's already inside the hey, house, ready to go. Venison. I'm gonna go ahead and say that the guards who were standing watch uh, understandably stopped looking towards your direction and looked more towards the floating uh, goblin girl uh, with the holographic purple eyes speaking in uh, elder horrors from beyond the stars uh, voices. Uh, so they're no longer looking towards your direction. Uh, and I would say all the cultists probably did the same thing, too. Um, the cult leader has likely backed up a few steps, understandably, uh, being rather shocked by what is happening and is likely looking out at everything going on. Uh, Snow would kind of look down to the rest of the party that were and, and or up. Um, so we found the missing guards. We found Miss Havisett. Who's to say that that isn't enough? Maybe what we do, just What leave. do you mean? I say we turn around and act like we aren't here or heard any of what just happened. And maybe just go back home. You don't want to help this little sad girl over there? I don't think she's a little sad girl anymore. I'm going to go ahead and say she's an otherworldly being that will most likely murder all these people in the room and then us or shouldn't, maybe all of us at the same time. Shouldn't we try to be on her side then if that is the case? I don't know because I'm pretty sure they were just trying to get home and and doing so became some sort of ritualistic cult and was kidnapping people and maybe in cahoots with uh David's brother or and using him to steal people down here and and give them bodies and maybe they needed a specific body and that happened to me Miss Haviset and now she's here 
and then and I mean, you just heard the recap. I don't have to say it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm surprised you got that far. I would have been like, nah, you heard it. I'm not fucking repeating all this shit. You got it. You got it. You got but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I like breathing. I like breathing too. Yeah. And I don't know if we're going to continue doing that if we uh, intervene in this um giant cult circle what if we just go up there and say uh we heard everything and uh we are here to help maybe they'll just kind of put us in this in part of the circle we all hold hand and help them uh, that is uh, an Do you think idea <laughs> ben's laughing <laughs> i think that could be an option the ominous the DM didn't think the about <laughs> the DM uh, didn't think about that if we just help with the ceremony. No, no. What what uh, I think Brian's laughing about is when Jake said, "Let's go stand in the circle." Or oh, sorry, Christy, who said that? Chris Me, said, I said it. Yeah, Soot said she's gonna stand in the circle. I made really wide eyes and bit my lip <laughs> because to, the following thing happens during this conversation. Uh, the cult member furthest to the south and on the end of the rune circle opposite to Mrs. Haverset begins to walk towards her and through the runic circle as he calls out to the cult leader. Rithok, it's beautiful, but what is it? You said we were making a portal hole. And as he steps through the middle of the circle, the remaining blood runes begin to blur, vibrate, and move, and then suddenly the whole circle, almost like a series of gears turning, forms a whole new pattern. It flashes multiple hues of vibrant, vivid purple, and suddenly the ground in the middle of the circle gives way as the cultist sinks halfway through the floor. Panicked, the elven cultist looks around, grasping at the ground, trying to push himself out as his hands sink through the sore floor like... A fluid, but not almost like a liquid stone, a syrup almost. His movements in the seemingly liquid stone distort its appearance as it begins swirling into a mass as a whirlpool forms at his center. And as he slowly sinks, smooth, curved, brownish rocks rise out of the pit, slowly growing up and longer and longer and all coming to a point in the middle of the pit as he sinks down into it with then suddenly six tendrils come shooting out of the floor and grasping onto various uh, stone pillars uh, bridges and various other structural points With one strong yank, all the tendrils tighten as the cultist looks to his leader and says, is this supposed to be happening? As a huge motherfucking beak comes shooting out of the middle of the pool, opening its maw and biting the cultist clear in half, pulling the lower half into the portal as his upper half slumps over and one of the tendrils wraps around, grabs the rest of the body and shoves it into the portal. As throughout the room, you hear the sound of sickening, snapping, clacking and crunching noises echoing throughout the room. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this is above our pay grade. I don't think the mouse assistant mayor was anticipating a beaked portal mob coming out of the ground and eating people. It's going to go ahead and get rid of cultist eight here. <laughs> oh no, cultist eight. Well, I will say my favorite we cultist. Could, we could push all the cultists into it and that'll solve our cultist problem. If that is a, Hey, uh, Gush, quick question. You're, you know, you're, you're a half elf, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, bud, do you know any uh, ancestral beak mom monsters by any chance? <laughs> yeah, yeah <explain>. Sarlacc. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It looks like absolutely is a Sarlacc. A Sarlacc, explain yourself, elf so, man. First of all, first of all, yeah, it's a Sarlacc. Um, <laughs> it's a Sarlacc pit. Uh, it's a Sarlacc pit, everybody. That's what it is. Um, so I'm offended is that from by Star this Wars? beak. 
Yes, it oh is from Star God, Wars, man Jacob. who just went to Star Wars world, who I they think you were in Tatooine. <laughs> yes, it is, Jake. Go back to sleep, buddy. Um, I'm pretty sure they don't have that at Star Wars land. So um, <laughs> They do. It's in one of the shops. You can buy a little toy for it. Okay, yeah, but it's not 100% like a, they have a diorama. Hey, speaking of Star Wars, do you know do, do you know what the temperature inside a Tauntaun is? Warm enough. <laughs> it's lukewarm. Uh, uh, I heard that one while I was there. I was like, that's pretty good. I didn't hear any jokes. I just got told off by the uh, stormtroopers. Of course you did. Yeah, They know better than to mess with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am offended by this beak usage. Could you please? Uh, yeah. Don't worry. Other things will happen. So, oh, yeah, no. um, I have now changed the map where the glowing runic circle was. You can still kind of see that this 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 portal that's opened up a uh, large uh, Sarlacc like beaked monster has come out of it and it is using its tendrils to pull itself out and pull people in. Oh, um, it managed to uh, absolutely murder one of those cultists in a single bite. Uh, so what I did was I rolled dexterity saving throws for all of them and they all passed. No way. Except one guy. <laughs> so that's why that happened. Uh, and it was really good for storytelling. So I was like, hey, you're my now my sacrifice. So um, poof, he's gone. Uh, now we're down to seven cultists and their leader. Um, and as you see this, all of the various other cultists, as this ground starts getting all fucked up and weird, bail off the side of it as this thing starts rising through the floor and starts eating people. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. What if we don't want to? What if I, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to join fight. Uh, that's why I spent the previous episode reading you a seven minute monologue to make you feel bad for Mrs. Haversett. I, I don't. don't. I don't feel <laughs> well, then I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> I, Hum I human care, problem. I like my care level is like, you know, I like a solid like uh, 50%. And then my self preservation way up here at 200%. <laughs> uh, so my, I, my care is, I, I could, I don't, I can't have anymore. I'm, I'm well, maxed. how about we do this? Everyone make an insight check. Oh, uh, wait, okay. but I already rolled my initiative. That's fine. I'll take your initiative. Um, okay, ooh. I'm going to roll insight first. Sure. Uh, so, Christy, you remember your uh, uh, initiative roll, but everyone give me an insight check real quick. Okay. My uh, Gosh, got a 17. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, Snow got a 13 plus 2 for 15. 15, uh, 17. David rolled an 8 plus 3 for an 11. 11. So it's got natural 20, baby. Nice. Hey, okay. bird eyes, eh? I'm so, very hey. insightful from my high, high vantage yeah. point. <laughs> so everyone who rolls over a 15, uh, ah. I guess not David, uh, kind of sort of begins to realize that he misses the pool. Um, when opening up a two-way portal between worlds, one of which uh, everyone had to abandon due to some type of tragedy, uh, and uh, some otherworldly beast starts speaking out of it about finding them uh it seems like maybe uh leaving this portal open uh might not be a good idea even when it comes to the concept of self-preservation uh because uh any second now uh a bunch of stuff might come through there and murder everyone on the planet that sounds like the assistant mayor's problem it's going to be a your it's going to be a you problem no matter where you go, if you don't deal with this, because uh, this I mean, is I'm bad. Gonna, ben, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but I'm not gonna like it. Okay, you don't okay. have to like it. I'm gonna the roll bad, initiative. The bad hole needs to be closed. And I'd like to mention that while this is happening, Le Leanna Haversett is still floating in the air with her projection going on of the universe as it's like swirling and moving. So there's mm. like, it's oddly. I, w I wish you could see what I see in my head of like a low angle camera shot of like soot or um or gush like uh like taking off i mean i mean like snow or gush like mid stride moving towards this thing as this thing is in the distance with all its tendrils everywhere like grabbing people and they're like whipping them all over the place and then Leanna Haver sets up in the sky with her eyes and then there's the circling stars of galaxies and shit. I like when I imagined this, I was like, this is pretty fucking sick. Well, good thing you um, described it to us because now I can see. Yeah. Uh, and if you could see what I see, uh, then you would be excited too. 
Um, I'm excited. If you can't see what I see, then I'm not a very good DM, and I didn't describe it very well. I'm excited. I'm excited. I just uh, am playing my character, and my character would say, fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as would me personally, Jake, if I saw this, I don't care how much of a life's uh, a hero I would become if I stopped the uh, horrible thing happening. I would turn around whistling a, a good old tune and walk away because that is well if you want to run away you can do it on your initiative everyone nope. give me your initiative rolls uh snow rolled in 11 plus three for a total of 14 i'm d- i'm not under 10 this time yay gush rolled a eight plus two for 10 david rolled a 10 plus two for 12 soot got an amazing 11 Wow. To- total? Yes. And what did you get, David? Uh, I got a 12 total. Okay, so Not 14 great. rare snow, soot 11, gush 10, David 12. Well, you know what? You're all going at about the same time, which could be, could be good and could be bad. It kind of depends how things play out. Um, I guess we'll find out. Let me click my sort button. Let me see if I have to move any numbers here. Wow, there is a lot of people on this initiative tracker. Yep. Uh, please kill some of them so that I don't have to deal with them. Good God, three people have an initiative 14. Um, I have a dexterity uh, 17, which is plus three. So that helps at all. Yeah, no, you would you would go first. Um, oh, actually, I don't want to go first, though. Well, not no, 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 not first. First out of those people. <laughs> No, I don't even want to. Okay, (laughs) very good. Uh, We are in round one of our uh, initiative, and uh, what happens first is Miss Havasit. It's her turn. Uh, She floats around in the sky. Uh, This is more of a lair action than anything else. Uh, And as she's doing this, her eyes flicker, and it seems as though the galaxies that are in the room start zooming in on them. And expanding very like minority report, like moving the screen. You're basically, she's basically like expanding in real time. She's enhancing. And zo- yeah, she's enhancing. <laughs> and she's going deeper and deeper Enhance. and deeper into these galaxies, which are then revealing more galaxies inside of them. Almost like she's zooming in on something. And that is the end of her turn or whatever the fuck is controlling her. Uh, next up, it is cultist number four. Uh, who is Go get him. Go, go uh, get him, cultist number four. Cultist number four uh, is the one at the very northern end of the uh, circular thing. Uh, he backs the fuck away because he's terrified. Oh, uh, one, nice. two, three. I'm going to go ahead and put him. Now, does uh, he get one uh, step? Does like good uh, attack of opportunity? Yeah, I was going to say. No. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, but you'll find out what he does in a second. Uh, so uh, he just backs up and pulls out his schematar, uh, which he had underneath his uh cloak it is now guard number one's turn who uh looks over at uh the cult leader and uh proceeds to say what is the cult leader's name again i don't remember i I don't know either uh i should have put his name down so i didn't have to look it up yeah it was like Um, corlock or something like that with a k like what about cult leader now that's good Hey everyone, it's your favorite player, Matt, and welcome to this week's middle break. Look, I'm going to be absolutely honest with you because I feel like that's what you deserve, right? As our as our humble and our passionate and our esteemed listeners, I believe you deserve nothing but honesty. I was just in Disneyland for the last four days, and I just got back tonight, and I am now having to upload the episode before our upload day because now look, did I forget to upload it earlier? Yeah, maybe I did. Did I get caught up in other things like getting ready for work for? Yeah, it, that, that's not that's not the point. That's not the point. What I'm saying is, let's get you through this middle break quickly because man, I'm tired and I want to go lay down on my sweet little bed that's so comfy and made. It's like it's made just for me out of the essence of a cloud and a waterfall put together and spun into a silky little web of uh, of relaxation for my own little body. 
the first thing you can do is subscribe, rate, and review our podcast wherever you get our podcast from. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcatcher you're using to listen to us right now, go there, leave a five-star review, and leave a nice little synopsis about why you like us so other people might think that they would like to listen too. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at New Crits, and on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at New Crits on the Block. We post content through those sites all the time. Funny things that happened in past episodes, updates about our personal lives. The best way to help us there is to either tag people you think might like those posts or share those posts to your own sphere. Put them on your story. Put them on your feed. Do whatever you need to do to help us get the word out because we're only growing through word of mouth right now. So that's what we need your help with the most. So those little things, I promise you, do go a long way. One of the ways we like to get back to our beautiful fam base is we have our own Discord for new crits. Yes, it is Discord for all things new crits, but not all things new crits. Yes, you can go in there. You can talk about the show. There's channels for that. You can talk to the cast members. You talk to other fans. But if you just want to go find a place and just chill and relax with like-minded people, we got places for that too. It is a safe, inclusive space for everyone. So if you haven't joined us already, well, what the heck are you waiting for? And I might be thinking, well, Matt, I know you want to go to bed and you had a fun time in Disneyland with your family. Well, I want to help you do all these things, but where do I get to all the places that you just mentioned? Well, from our link tree, of course, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Newcrits on the Block. We'll get you to all the places that I just mentioned and some places that I didn't even have time to mention. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Newcrits on the Block. It is your central hub for all things Newcrits. All right, everyone. Let's get you back here to this week's episode. Now, that was a fake yawn, but I bet two things. One, I bet some of you thought it was real. And two, I bet some of you yawned too because it was so good. It was contagious, even though it was fake. <laughs> and that, my dear friends, is goal acting. Let's get you back into this week's episode. As you know, we come out with new episodes every single Monday. That ain't stopping anytime soon. So until then, be safe out there. We love y'all. Be excellent to each other. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. God damn it. Where the hell did I put it? Well, anyway, he looks at the cult leader and says his name, who I can't remember right now. Um, and I'm still looking for it. Vamping. Jesus Christ. Fine. Whatever. I can't find it. What's his name, Ben? On the spot, make up a name. No, I already said it. Um, Kovash. It was something Oak. Um, wait, Professor I have Oak. a trip. Hey, you know Patrice? what I can look at is his character sheet right in front of me. Patrice? Uh, his name is Rith, Rith Oak. Um, I was close. There we <laughs> go. So he looks over, uh, guard number one looks over at Rith Oak and proceeds to just shout, what the absolute fuck is that? And proceeds to fire a, he loosens a crossbow bolt directly at it and rolls a seven. Uh, I don't care what he adds to that. That's a miss. Um, it proceeds to ricochet off one of the spiny claw teeth that's coming out of the uh, thing's uh, maw, and he takes a few steps, uh, what he believes is away from it. Uh, moving on, it is its turn, which I have named the unfathomable horror, uh, but then I wrote nameless horror here. Uh, who the fuck knows what it is? Uh, because... Uh, Nobody really knows what it is. Hey, everybody make uh, your arcana check to see if you can learn anything arcana about this. Arcana or nature? Probably uh, uh, makes This sense. is arcana. I got a plus two because I'm super smart. So Me too. I got a 11 plus two for 13. That's pretty smart. I should know uh, oh, the world of monsters. 15 plus one for 16 for David. How does a 12 treat you? I a have a little less than a 13. I got a 14 plus zero for 14. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> hey, just so you know, none of you have Arcana. Had you not rolled a natural 20, I wouldn't have given you anything. Because guess what? None of you know anything about this thing. Because it came from who the fuck knows where. No one has ever seen it before. Let's find out what it does. So, Unfathomable Horror. Uh, for fun, if anyone can tell me what monster block, stat block I'm using as I begin to describe its stuff, feel free. Uh, for fun, he says. Unfathomable Horror has six tendrils. Each tendril... Uh, is able to make a grapple attack uh, and 
and it can then reel all of the people it grabs in 25 feet. It has a reach of 50 feet, and then it can attack a bunch of people with its bite. Uh, so with that being said, it grabs... I was going to say Beholder, uh, but that's not it. Let's see how many of these cultists it's able to grab. Their AC is low, and it has a plus 7 to hit, so he needs to at least roll a 5. It's a giant uh, squid. Two of them. So he manages to hit two of them and actually crit fails one of them. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say that one of those tendrils that was stuck on a uh, uh, a pillar gets stuck. It can't get it off. But it proceeds to grab two of these guys and pulls them in directly next to its beak maw and then attempts to bite them. And its bite attack, I believe, is also a plus seven, if I remember. Yes, it is. Uh and almost crits one of them. Uh, and it does... Normally this thing would do 4d8 damage. But what I did was I made it have two attacks and gave it 2d8. Because uh, I thought that would get this combat over sooner. Uh, 7, 8, 9, and 14. Uh, it... Um, straight up bites one of them in half. So goodbye cultist number 2. Uh, cultist number two, which got pulled in, it proceeds to wrap its tendrils around it, pulls it in, and literally bites its fucking head off. Uh, it just bites it clear off. Uh, and that guy is now very dead. It's holding a uh, headless body uh, that is somewhat twitching as blood is spraying everywhere. It is quite horrific. Uh, <laughs> and it's crunching on its skull as it then proceeds to eat the rest of the body uh, quickly and violently. Goodbye, cultist number two. And then cultist number six... Uh, it bites and literally leaves it one HP. So I'm going to go ahead and say that that guy uh, got its hand out inside of its mouth to try to stop it from getting him last minute uh, and didn't do a very good job and uh, gets its arm bitten off and he is bleeding out with his one HP left. And that is the end of the Nameless Horror's turn. Uh, good luck. Is it is it Snow's turn? Uh, at this point, um no there's a bunch of stuff happening where was i uh it is now guard number two's turn uh he is terrified and lets loose a uh crossbow bolt at mrs haviset um and he rolls really good uh but as he goes to hit it uh she casts a shield and that negates that so no damage is done and he looks over at uh rith oak and also screams this wasn't part of the deal. You said you'd get your people out of here. What the absolute hell is that? As he's pointing at it, uh, it's now cultist number five turn who screams and panics and tries to run away. He's stuck in the water and he attempts to climb up and out. He doesn't make it very far. Uh, cultist number up oh, and then guard number three who uh, is up at the top. Um, nope, I'm sorry. Guard number three is down at the bottom. He begins backing away from it uh terrified uh and let loose a crossbow bolt at it uh that is also a miss uh with a six plus seven and it ricochets off one of those teeth again they are not doing very good against the unfathomable nameless horror uh and with that uh it is now rare snow's turn so you have all witnessed uh this thing already kill two people seriously uh injure another one and everyone has been totally useless against it. Snow, what do you do? I feel like if I go for the big monster, it'd be like throwing pebbles at a bear. Um, so I'm not sure if I... Can I talk to them and they can respond? Or is it just... Oh, me? yeah, yeah. Talking, talking is a free action. Uh, I just wanted to kind of uh, confirm with my compatriots on who we think is uh, uh, the the murder objective. Do you guys think I should kill go for the, the monster or for the people around it? I don't know who to kill. Uh, it, it seems as though the monster might be using the guards as cannon fodder, so perhaps leaving them alive for an extra target that is not us. Okay. We must... We have to close the portal. The, the, does, the does does my twenty six stealth still apply? Your stealth? My stealth check I did earlier from last episode. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I, let's see how close you can get before things start noticing you. Nobody really rolled a perception check on you. You just did so well. I hand waved it, but um, and no yeah, one's really I'm, paying attention to him. I would assume. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say that yeah. right now. Uh, there is you don't need it okay. because nobody is paying attention to anything else <laughs> other than the gigantic monster eating people in half. No, yeah. I'm going to take cunning action so I can get a little further. Um, oh fuck, that's still out of my range. Well, I think when you now don't you have your feline agility, so don't you move like? Yeah, I just wasn't trying to get in like in front of people. I was trying to stay behind, but I don't think that's gonna work. So I did that's thirty five feet to there. I'm gonna come over this way, I guess, right here. That should be close enough. So I'm gonna run uh, over the wall, jump down, uh, run to a pillar get my crossbow ready, turn around, realize that I am way too far away still. And then I'm going to run to the other side of the room, kind of crossing uh, one of the guards as I do and kind of put my back to another pillar as I look at my crossbow, say, why did I get on this boat? And then I turn around and I let a crossbow loose. And since I have oh no he already took his turn and i don't have any allies next to it i'm assuming so i don't get sneak attack who are you uh, hitting i am hitting the big uh ugly beak monster thing yeah the the nameless horror okay um give me give me an attack roll yep that, that's what i'm gonna do um and that is a seven plus five that's a 12 uh that doesn't do it Cool. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to repeat back at this point because I don't care if the guard sees me or not because we're all dead anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to repeat back. Can confirm it is like throwing a pebble at a bear. As so I assume I, my arrow just disappears into its so unfathomable. You, yeah. Did you run like by guard number three as this was happening? Uh, I ran diagonally behind him. Yeah, so I think you spooked him while he was taking aim because his turn was right before this, and that's why he missed. And he's like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> We're here to help you get rid of this monster because we knew what was happening, and we are here to stop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, got, oh, sorry, so I always get you guys confused. Snow, you got anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, I'm going to cry. Is that a free action? It's a bonus uh, action. Yeah, you can do that if you want to. So it starts <laughs> yeah, to cry. I, I start Snow. to cry and just ask myself, why am I here? Why do I care? This is such a bad uh, job. Excellent. Uh, it is now cultist number six's turn, the one who got their arm bit off. Uh, and uh, with their one HP of life left, they attempt to uh, swing out and cut the uh, tentacle that is uh, that is holding them in place. Um, so a little uh, thing here. It states um, each tendril can be attacked and only has a total of 10 HP. Let's see if they can cut it. Uh, no, they rolled a six. Uh, it turns out only having one arm and bleeding to death uh, is not, and while being grappled, uh, is not an opportune uh, fighting position. Uh, so they limply uh, try to uh, cut themselves free and are uh, wildly unsuccessful. David, it's your turn. David is going to move his full complement first here. Actually, I lied. David is going to cast moonbeam yes first on your butt. this tentacle moon him monster okay uh moonbeam a silvery beam of pale light shines down to five foot radius this is a 120 foot range uh 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range until the spell ends dim light fills a cylinder when a creature enters the spells area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes D uh, 2d10 radiant damage uh, radiant damage on a failed save and half as much on a successful one. So it has to pass a con and save. It does, which it's. I'm sure it has a high combat. I just want something with constant damage hitting it. Uh, it rolls a 2, so it fails. 
Oh wow! Okay, nice. Um, and I can on I can use an action to move the sunbeam sixty feet in any direction. Oh, sorry, you said moonbeam. Now you said sunbeam. So nothing happens. Oh, whoops! No. <laughs> yeah, moonbeam. All right. So uh, okay. So two d ten damage. Okay, two d ten. Coming right up. Oh, boo! Oh shit! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Look That's a that. nine oh. and a ten. Um, nice. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of damage. Um, That's yeah. a lot of damage. That's so a lot of a, damage. Uh, in the ceiling above uh, this thing, uh, a almost another portal opens up uh, and a pale beam of moonlight comes uh, shooting down at it. Turns out it can't really move because it's a gigantic thing sticking halfway out of two different worlds, uh, kind of between a rock and a hard place, so to say. Um and uh, you light it on fire, and it doesn't make any noise. Um, and Jake is asleep. No. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Looked over, <laughs> and Jake, you had your eyes closed and your mouth open. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you deal uh, a tremendous amount of damage to it, and it uh, doesn't seem to react too much to that, but its tentacles do start waving around a lot. Uh, and anything else you do? Yeah, I also use my new club to summon a dire rat. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I didn't actually tell you whether or not it was an action or a bonus action. We'll just say it's a bonus action. We'll just say it's a bonus action. Uh, okay, you very didn't. good. Uh, where do you want to put it? In this mouth. <laughs> What's my cast range with it? Uh, directly next to you. Okay, then I okay. Well, then that's where I put it. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, well, then I put it forty feet ahead. Well, the left side, yeah. right side. I throw well, the club what if I, as you cast. What it. if I put it in its maw and be like, snack? Or now are we good? Yeah, is this what you want? Um, okay. You just want to roadkill. A dire rat. Boop. There you go. There's a little dire rat friend. I have stats for him on my end, and I already have him built into my initiative tracker because I had a feeling oh. you would do this. Go ahead and roll his initiative. You didn't know what I would do, dude. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do is it just the stat block just off of like? I, I I have it here. Just give me a just give me a d twenty roll, and I'll tell you what you get. I can do that. There you go. Open roll for you. Sixteen. Uh, plus three for a total of nineteen. Hey, okay. Uh, but we already passed 19 in the initiative, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it goes to the end. I yeah. Think it just goes, right? Uh, but um, I'll let you I'll let you move him as an action on your turn, given that you rolled so well. Okay. Uh, 40 foot speed. Uh, that I didn't write down. Um, wow. Is that what a dire rat says? Yeah, I just pulled it up here. It only has five hit points. Oh, really? Hold on. What did <laughs> I get? That's insane. <laughs> All right, I get, I gave this guy twenty five HP. So um, okay, I gave him a uh, a thirteen AC, a twenty five HP, and a high Dex um, to help with his AC. So I think I can gave him his own stats. But sure, we'll say he has forty HP. He also has All pack right, tactics. Uh, do what you want to do with him. Moving him the forty feet uh, right here to the end of the bridge. Perfect. And that's what that's all I can really do. I think I've exhausted everything yep i said unless you want to move but uh you're probably uh, better off right there yeah i think i'm good back here <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on that one okay, okay very good that is the end of david's turn uh so it's your turn okay um these this green vat that is up ahead what is that just fire it's a torch um, it doesn't have any particular mechanical value. I did not make this map. I stole it from someone. They were already there. Uh, it looks really cool. And so that's where it remains. <laughs> By the guard, that green circular it's just, thing? It's just a torch. And it's a source of light. It doesn't have any mechanical value. Are you sure? Uh, it's fire. So if you want to try to do something with it, you're welcome to. Okay. Um, what is... Mr. Wizard Man doing on the other side? Uh, looking terrified uh, and looking like it's not his turn yet, but probably is soon. Okay. I am going to be flying around towards him. Okay. I think I can get to... I have 50 feet. I think I can get to about here. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that's what uh, clickety-clack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. 
Okay, that's I'm heading to the other side. So that's great. What I'm so doing. you kind of went up into this is just to just to paint the picture. Uh, Gush and David are still behind the partition by the statue at the front entrance. Uh, Snow has run forward and is standing behind a pillar, dangerously close to the uh, unfathomable horror. And uh, Soot has flown up into the left. She's up in the air, kind of near where Snow is. Also yes. dangerously close to this thing. I'm trying to stay out of the grasp of the tentacles, so mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm go the long you... way around. Yeah, I'm going to let you know that what you see, the length of the tentacles on the uh, picture there, is not their length. Well, then it's 50 what... feet, right? Well, then what is the length? I, did I say that? Benjamin? You said 50. Then that's what it is. <laughs> no. No, that's what it no, is. No, it's 20. No, it is 50. I don't know if I... Um, and that's not Can, a made-up thing. There, There is a monster that exists in this, in the D&D world that does everything I'm saying. But I can avoid the, the tentacles, obviously. Uh, because of my cunning wing uh, you were 30 You were 30 <laughs> feet away from cunning it. Cunning wing action. Yeah, so we're going to see how cunning that wing action is. Anything else you want to do? I definitely get away from it. Uh, uh-huh. Yes, that is all I am doing at this moment. Uh, very good. You don't want to. Uh, it you is. Don't na- want to do a ranged attack or anything. On yeah, what? Maybe, maybe hit one of the tentacles that's close by. I don't know. Anything. Okay, I'll hit a tentacle. Okay. The ones near me. Where do you have one near you? Where are you? There's just six of them, and they are just kind of all over the place. And um, you can just yeah. say the aim at one. Yeah, I'll hit um, one on this. Yeah, I mean, there's one the of them is holding of cult number snow. six. Don't forget. Well, you can let that guy die. I will hit the one that is holding cold number six. Oh. Okay, sure. Okay, here goes. Does a... Does a 20 hit? A 20 hits. Yes. Okay, perfect. And then my damage will be... And I would oh. say that you can sneak attack this thing if you wish to. I will sneak attack this thing. Just because even though the cultist is not your friend, he is fighting the thing. So there's kind of a three-way standoff going on here. Yes. So total damage 11. Uh, You with expert precision while flying like the professional you somehow are fire a crossbow bolt in midair and sever the tentacle and the cultist falls into the portal oops oops oh. and vanishes i have a bad habit of doing that oh boy <laughs> goodbye cultist in, number six better in than out i always say hey, you know what he wanted to go home off he goes sayonara that's my oh, turn. he goes down into the into oh yeah he just fell oh. into the portal and uh i don't know what happens to him after that <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to think about it because he's on a whole nother world and probably being eaten alive by something. Uh, okay, that's the end of Soot's turn. It is now the cult leader's turn. Uh, and uh, the cult leader uh, is not looking thrilled about the situation um, and instinctively uh, and understandably casts uh, mage armor on himself as his action. Uh, so he uh, uses a spell to cast mage armor and I built him as an, I can never say this word, Abjura- abjuration wizard mm-hmm. they kind of have a cool thing yeah when they use um if you build a wizard that way when they use those spells they get like a bonus shield so not only does he increase his armor class which is pretty neat um he also uh gets like an extra shield worth of like temporary hp which is also pretty cool uh because he doesn't want to die um and so he did that uh and he proceeds to back away and goes over to Miss uh, Leanna Haverset and pulls out a small uh, knife out of his pocket and just says, I, I, I can fix this. It's just uh, the, the, the concentration is wrong. I, I just need more. I just need more goblin blood, but not the gnome. I just uh, just keep it busy. I, we can go home. We can go home. Oh, he didn't. And that is the, the end of his turn. Now it makes sense because gnomes summon otherworldly monsters uh sure we can say that's why i decided to do that and not just because uh (laughs) she was the only character that i thought anyone actually gave a shit about uh it is now cultist number three's turn uh he rolls for madness 
Uh, he rolls a three. He is uh, experiencing complete madness. Coldest number three in the water backs up against the side of it uh, and hides like underneath the um, the and uh, like in the water, like underneath the walkway here uh, and like the corner of this bathhouse and proceeds to babble incoherently and scream maddening things while he claws at his skin. Uh, so that's the end of his turn. Um, Good for him. And probably for the rest of his life. Uh, Gush, it's your turn. Okay. I suppose I'll just peek around the corner and get a distance away. And I'll just pull up my crossbow and take a shot. Okay. Yeah, one of the tentacles. Probably closest to me. Okay. While also being far enough yeah, away. There's five tentacles left. Yeah. And that is a natural 20. Ooh, wow. Well, that's yeah. a hit. Uh, roll double damage. Does it go through one tentacle and into another? It does yeah. not. Oh, come on. Um, Are you sure? I, I am sure. I think it would. <laughs> I think it that would. is a 8 plus 2 plus 2 for a 12. A 12. Nice. Uh, you sever another tentacle. Uh, that Yay. tentacle wasn't doing anything in particular at this very moment, but it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, so great job. Um, and I'm just trying to read something real quick about what happens when you destroy these tentacles. Uh, the whole it monster go, it, falls and dies. Yep, it goes 100%. away. It says, wee, 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 all the way home. And I'm the hero and they carry me out of town yeah. on their shoulders. <laughs> uh, yeah. sure. We can say that. Gush, you want to do anything else? This thing now has four uh, no, tentacles I'm left. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to go anywhere near are. it. So yep. yeah, that's probably pretty smart. Um, uh, uh, once again, Soot has put herself closest to it. Uh, it's like she just wants me to kill her character. I'm so I... far away from it. What are you talking about? If you say so. I'm the same uh, distance that Snow is. If Snow can get... But you're in the air too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm also in air and yeah, very dexterous. Theory, yeah, so it's easier to see. Uh, no, no. <laughs> he has no eyes. He uh, has cultist, no eyes. Cultist number one uh, has a uh, moment of... Um, absolute uh bravery he uh he is the bravest man who's ever existed the bravest cultist the bravest self uh he remembers his ancestors and everything they stood for and he will not fall to this thing uh he rolls an eight uh and misses uh he proceeds to swing his uh schematar at it and clanks off one of its giant iron teeth he regrets many of his life decisions and sees uh, many things flashing uh before his eyes he could have been a baker um and that is the end of his turn uh it is now cultist number seven's turn he does the same thing he rolls a natural 19 he actually manages to hit it uh and he deals a total of no matter what not enough damage two plus uh whatever it is it doesn't take it out so we'll call it just tentacle number one that's still left or tendril number one uh he deals a total of three damage to it so i'm just gonna make a little note of that Boop. That's how many HP that one has left. And that is the end of round one. Uh, at the beginning of round two, it's Mrs. Havisett's turn. Once again, her eyes flicker and glow. And those stars that she's getting closer and closer and closer on start to look more like planets. And you can tell as she's doing this, her head's kind of twitching a little awkwardly. As it gets closer and closer and it starts like zooming in on certain planets and zooming back and forth. It's almost like it's going through them like a flip book, analyzing them as it goes. Things are moving really fast. And you can tell that she or something within her is looking for something. Um, at that moment, a uh, crossbow bolt uh, rings out. Uh, directly at the uh, Nameless Horror's uh, Maw. And it rolls a 10 plus, not enough, 7 uh, for a total of a 17. Uh, that is a miss. Um, and unfortunately, uh, it clanks off the side of its beak. And as it does this, that thing's still chewing on the people that it's been eating. And so you're kind of high up in the air now. You can see this. In fact, the crossbow bolt kind of brought it to your attention 
as this thing is like chewing on people and you can see inside of its mouth as it's like chewing up their like bodies and like fingers and stuff are coming out. Mm. You can see that its beak is actually beginning to change and it is beginning to look more and more human-esque. Like it actually has like molars and normal teeth inside of it. And in the lining of its gums, eyes are beginning to appear as though it can see inside of its mouth as it is masticating these people into pieces. Uh, And all of a sudden, from where that crossbow bolt rang out, you all look up and notice standing on top of the hooded statue where uh, initially um, where initially uh, snow had been perched. You see a very familiar figure. You see your good fox friend, Sabi, the uh, kitsune who is now standing on top of the thing who has just let loose a crossbow bolt, which also missed. And she looks and she says, What the absolute fuck is that? Uh-huh.